Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the signal sign and you are free to move around the cabin. I'd like to remind you though, for your safety, please keep your seatbelt fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to show number 12. We're excited to have our friend Shemway with us. She is a friend of ours. It's actually Monique's registered guest. So Monique wanted me to start it off by saying that I am 40, but I'm not quite sure the reference. Because as far as I know, I'm not 40. Well, it's no... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's from that joke with the is Oklahoma State football coach. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> That's what was... Well, that makes more sense when you explain it. I wanted you to say it in that voice. Sorry, maybe I should have been a little more... I'm actually thinking about being him on Halloween in a couple of years when I actually am 40. I think that'd be kind of a cool... Halloween costume. When you are 40? Yeah, why not? You should do it. I just need to get his mullet and the shirt that he wears, like his uh, Oklahoma State shirt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, he's 40? I don't think he's 40 yet. No, I was going to put in there, I'm a man. I'm 40. And everybody, I'm Monique, and I'm the funny one, and we're super excited for our guest today. It's my good friend, Shumway. So we met about 12 years ago, right? It's been that long. That's I was trying to figure out exactly the yes. math on it, but I, I no, it's been like thirteen. Oh, let's not. Okay, let's let's go. Let's 12. go with twelve. <laughs> uh, we both served on church missions, and we met in the training center, and we just like started talking. I think we actually started talking about our water beds. Right, like we both had water beds. I think that's what it was. And so, and, and we then both, Celine Dion played into it too. But we, yeah, and we like instantly had like so many things in common that we really enjoyed that we became like best friends. Yeah. And so uh, she's my registered companion. So since I'm not married, she gets my travel benefits as well. So she's been going everywhere with me and Tyler and his family as well. So we're excited. And then too, she's been on a bunch of other trips. So we're excited to talk to her about all those things. So yeah. we're excited to have you on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Monique and I were talking earlier. We we're trying to figure out how many times that uh, you'd been with me or our family on trips in the, the years that you've had these get benefits. And I think it was four trips. Is that right? I was trying to think. Did we do Hawaii three times? We've counted Hawaii three times. Because we did the We've, Oahu, Oahu, Maui, and Kona. Yeah, three times. And then Florida. And then if we count any trips to Utah, that would be more. But Yeah, but those don't count. But those, <laughs> for me, it's a vacation, but that would be more. But I couldn't tell you how many times I went up there with you and your family, too. Yeah, since you've been traveling with me and with Tyler's family stuff, is there a favorite trip that comes to mind? Well, I was thinking about the trips to Hawaii. And since we've been to like three different islands, it was a lot of fun. But I think my favorite trip with you was when we went to England with your parents, Monique, and it was me and you and your mom and dad. And was it the southern part of England that we kind of hit up all the small towns? Yeah, we did. We did like the western kind of side down south. And then we went just down south and then we hit over on the east coast side because we went over to like the Dover. And yeah, I was thinking I'm like, I went to a lot of towns I had never heard of before. Like your dad had lived there as a young man. And so he wanted to go back and see a lot of where he lived. And it was so much fun just to go and see the little quaint little English towns and stay in some of those interesting Airbnbs. And what, like you just mentioned, we went to the Dover Cliffs or the White Cliffs or whatever they're called. And it was like the windiest day probably ever there. And 
But it we was hit just it. A Remember, lot of he, fun. we hit it just right because the sun was out and it was like clear skies, and so you could see the cliffs so good. Like it, we hit it perfect. We have some great pictures. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we have like great pictures there. But then we went and did the castle, which is like just up the hill from it. And we'd only been there like maybe 45 minutes. And it just started like pouring. Oh, yeah. And we were like, I'm so glad we did the cliffs before. Yeah. So we got to see them. Because then even like that drive, I don't think I've ever driven in rain like we were. And your mom was freaking out in the car. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole time I was like, just don't watch. Just don't watch. <laughs> JR's doing great. Just don't watch. Because she was freaking out but in the backseat i was like oh my gosh we're gonna die but just freak out we're fine like <laughs> <laughs> when we positioned my my dad before we went remember he put my mom in the back because he was like she doesn't she doesn't get it right up front because he knew how bad the roads were gonna be and like the cars and stuff so he was like okay monique you're up front your mom's in the back with shumway those roads are crazy over there. Yeah, it was so much fun. And then, oh yeah, they were tiny little roads and we had a pretty good sized sedan. And But then we ended the trip up in London and we did the Harry Potter Universal tour yeah. or whatever, which was super fun. And then just doing all of the royal stuff. Which was, I like, loved. I don't even know how to categorize <laughs> that, but like going to the palaces and we're like, oh, this is where William and Kate were. And this is where Harry and Meghan were. And kind of nerded out a little bit. So I think that one was my favorite trip that we have been on. Yeah, I think, Although we have a lot of fun other ones. I think my dad was getting, he enjoyed the London stuff, but I think he got a little annoyed with how much recent royal news I was giving him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I get it. Like, Harry has done this here, or like, William and Kate were married. And I was like, but no, like, this is, we need to get a picture over here, because this is where they came out is when they were married. And my dad was like, yeah, I'm going inside. And I was like, fine, but I'm getting my picture. Because we went to, was it Windsor Castle where they got married? Yeah. And your dad was like, and this is da-da-da-da-da with all of the history and like talking about stuff that we couldn't care, like we didn't care about. And then you're like, but this is the door that they exited out of and this is where they kissed and we need to go and take a picture right here. And your dad's like... And I was like, and the queen stood here here. when she was waiting for them to show up. And this is where... Oh, and this is where the queen sat when William and Kate were getting married. And Yeah, that was a really fun trip. I think it was the longest trip we'd been on too. Like the full, I think we took like a full two weeks I think we, yeah, to it do was, everything that we did. Yeah, it was a really fun trip. So how long was the trip? Two weeks or was it just about 10 days? Is, I don't know if it was quite a full two weeks, but it was close to it. Because yeah, we spent a good, yeah, I was maybe it was like five days outside and five days inside London, something like that. Do you remember? But like inside London was also like when we took the trip to the... Harry Potter, where they studio mm-hmm. tour, and that's when we took the trip out to Windsor. We the, and yeah. So we weren't just in London for the whole five days. It was kind of like London and the surrounding areas. Do you remember the night that there was a domestic dispute just down the, like, the street from us? <laughs> yes, in the Airbnb, and we, me and you were like staring out the window, and we're like, there's yeah. cops, they're yeah. coming. <laughs> and your mom was like asleep or going to sleep and me and you were like oh my gosh what's gonna happen yeah we needed that was like our nightly entertainment we were so excited and then the next day we're like well who's gonna get arrested tonight there was a lot of activity do you remember the one on the street where the guy was yeah. like well, there was on a, something or it was a lady oh it was a lady that's right but yeah she had something going on with her and the police were not gentle no i felt like we were in a safe area yeah, like it's, it felt like a safe area, but still, like there was there was some hopping stuff that kept us entertained. Was that right in London, or is that outside of London? It was in London. It was actually just about a block away from is it Hyde Park. 
Is that the big park there? I don't know if that's the one there or if that's the one in Sydney. I think there's a Hyde Park in London. Is it in London? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's just next to Hyde Park and it's up by Kensington Palace. I mean, I, I maybe people will tell us that's not a safe area. <laughs> like you guys are all dumb for going and <laughs> yeah. staying there. But no, it felt safe. We slept yeah. with windows open and stuff just for some breeze coming in. Like I wasn't scared. I don't know if I would have walked the streets by myself at night, but but I probably wouldn't. I I wouldn't walk by myself anywhere. So. But that's how I am too. I'm like I'm not going to go someplace new and walk by myself, anyways. And there was like a cute little pastry shop just like down. Didn't we eat there like every, every day? Yeah, like every day, at least one of the mills, maybe two of the mills. <laughs> I would say it was it was good food, but it was also really convenient. So getting around England, did you rent a car or did you? Yeah. So we had a car for outside of London and then we just did the tube inside. But the car was like a joke the whole time. And I'm so grateful that dad drove because oh, I can't like part of me. I was like, oh, I kind of wish I drove because how many times can you say you drove on the wrong side of the road? But then after actually seeing what it looked like of them driving on the wrong side of the road, I was so grateful that your guys' dad drove because... That was scary. The roads were super tiny, like when cars would try and pass you and it was, I would have been totally freaking out the whole time. Yeah. So our dad had originally rented a small car, but then I guess when he got there, they thought they were doing him a favor and they're like, we'll upgrade you to like this little bit bigger car. And it was like this nice Mercedes. Super nice. And it, and he'd already decided well before that he was going to get this full coverage. So he, yeah, he's like, I'll get full coverage on it in case anything happens. Plus being out of the country, like, our, so anyway so he got full coverage that was the joke is like we could go four-wheeling in this thing but it was like we didn't need it for four-wheeling we just needed it for like regular driving and parking because <laughs> oh my gosh so one day we talked him into going over to i don't even think we talked him into it i think it was his idea like the whole time was it was it? like we could go to oxford or we could really we could go to wales wales isn't that far we can go to wales do you want to go to wales because we were over on that side yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we, we went. I really don't feel like we talked him into it. I think he talked us into going to Wales. So we were going to go to Wales. We were going to go see the castle. They've got a castle right there in, in Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. So, and but I feel bad. I was the GPS person, like the guider. And I guided him into this tiny parking garage that our car had no business being in. And, and he went the wrong way going in or the wrong way down just because we had this massive car in this teeny tiny parking. Yeah. So he's like trying to make a corner and he just like pops a tire and he like barely squeezes into this spot just to like get out of the way. So it's our poor dad, he had to sit there while they called like AAA or whatever it is they use over there. And they had to like come get us a new tire. And by the time they got us a new tire, the castle had closed. So we didn't even get to see the castle. So we drove all the way over there. Didn't even get to the castle. We went, me, you and your mom went to look and see like what time the castle opened. Like was closing if we'd be able to make it. And then we walked back to the parking structure and there still wasn't, I don't even think they had gotten there yet. And they had to load up the tire, take the tire, bring back a tire. And and that's, and I think when he did, I think he even like scraped up the front bumper. Oh, that whole car was scraped up. (laughs) It was so bad because like trying to get in it, he scraped up the front bumper. I think trying to get out, he scraped up the side or something because he didn't want to hit the car next to us. And it was a wall and super narrow. And I felt so bad for your dad. And then I feel like had we already done bath by that point, I feel like when we went to bath as well, there was an issue parking the car. I think bath was first, but we kind of found like a... 
We made it was it super narrow, but we all got out, and then your dad figured out how to get out of the car. But like, we didn't scratch it up as bad. It wasn't until Cardiff that we really were like, ah, "Thank goodness for full coverage." <laughs> yep. So that was our joke the whole time was full coverage. Thank goodness. Because the narrow roads, you'd like go and the trees would scrape against the side. And we're like, that's okay. We got full coverage. Yeah, I think that's the first time I ever swore in front of our parents. (laughs) (laughs) We were driving down the road and I could have swore dad was going to hit this bush on the side of the road. And so like my knees went up to my chest and I said the S word and (laughs) both like dad kind of looked at me and I was like, sorry, you were really close. Like I thought you were going to hit it. (laughs) But like, yeah, I don't think they'd ever heard me swear, but man, it was close. (laughs) And now they know. And now they're like, oh, man, that's our little girl's not a little girl anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What was like 32 at the time? I think I did pretty good. Keeping in for that long. (laughs) (laughs) Just around your parents. (laughs) Just around our parents. Clearly, they never had been to a football game with me before. That is true. There's been some times at football games where I've been, had been like, hey, calm down. There, that is- We're in the other team's field, so you got to watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true. I, uh, traffic, like driving and sports games make me get really worked up. Is it just your sports teams? Like, oh, yeah. Do you get worked up for anybody else or just if you're watching your teams? No, just my teams. Just your teams. But yeah, no, Tyler has it to tell me. I, one of them, I think, was we went to Pittsburgh and we were at the pit game. And we were winning and I was like really pumped up. I was really excited. And so I was cheering. And then I think they scored a touchdown. And then everyone around us got like really rowdy at me because they were like, finally, they could dish it back. And so you were kind of like, you need to calm it down because they're like, you need to shut up. And I was like, okay, got it. I was thinking the game in New Mexico. Was Albuquerque too? <laughs> I heard the power went out of that game. I don't remember that, but I do remember you screaming your head off at the game. <laughs> That's even more embarrassing at like New Mexico. <laughs> It's like one thing against like maybe like a decent team, but it's like New Mexico is really where I thought I should oh my pound gosh. my chest. <laughs> so Shelby just graduated from nursing school. I did. So congratulations on that. Thank you. And you even have a job lined up. I have a job. So I start on Monday with orientation. Very cool. So is it like three twelves? Yes. I'll be working nights. So it'll be three nights, but there'll be 12 hour shifts. That's when I first married my wife, Katie. That shift she had, those 312s, was really good for traveling. I was just telling Monique earlier today that that's part of the reason why I decided I needed to go back to school. What I was doing before wasn't what I wanted to do for life. And so, honestly, nursing was like, hmm, they only work three days. So, three days on, four days off. I could travel a lot. So, that put had a big impact on why I picked nursing. Yeah, that was great for traveling. Yeah. Yeah, when we were first married, she would, Katie would set it up so she would work three days And then she would have like seven days off and then she would work another three days. So during that two week period, she'd work all her hours, but she would have like a whole time to to fly. So we'd take out Hawaii and then she would have to use any PTO. So it was actually really good setup. That's my plan because you can really work the schedule to make it where you can go. Yeah, with a job now, she works Monday through Friday. So when she needs a day off for a long weekend, she has to take a day off. And so it's really hard to get that flexibility that she had when she's in the hospital. And then um, with you guys, your weekends usually aren't Saturday, Sunday, like a Monday through Friday job is. And so that was part of the reason why I hated what I was doing was because when I had a weekend, Monique was always working. So it was like we could never figure out a schedule just to even do like a day trip or anything. And so now I'm like really excited to be able to plan my week a little bit better. So maybe we could travel a little bit more once COVID goes away and everything opens back up. So no, I know you've done other trips. You've been on for what, about six years? About six years, I think, yeah. So you've had 
had benefits for about six years and you've done a bunch of traveling and I know you've been, done a bunch of traveling around the world, um, not just non-rev, but also some other big trips with some organizations. So maybe you can share some of those trips or some places we should go. Um, I do a lot of humanitarian work when I travel. And so when I travel and do those ones, I don't non-rev because I'm with a group. And so I don't think it's quite fair if I miss a flight that everybody's waiting on me. So I always buy a ticket. Um, my most recent one was in the summer of 2019. I took a trip to Asia and we went to the main trip was focused in Thailand. I want to go there. Oh my gosh. I already did before you went. So (laughs) magical. I'm really sad. I didn't go to the southern part of Thailand with the beaches and Phuket and all of the islands. Like that's still on my bucket list to go to. But for this trip, we were more in Bangkok and then north of Bangkok in Chiang Mai. But there previously on a trip, a humanitarian trip, I met this family that we just kind of clicked. I got along with like both the husband and the wife. I got along with their kids. And so I've done a lot of trips with them. And so we had decided together to go to this service trip in Thailand. And so they called me, I don't know, a few months beforehand and were like, hey, we found these tickets and told me the price. And they're like, but we have stops in China, in Beijing, and we'll be there about, I want to say about 36 hours, like land at night, spend the night, wake up early in the morning, go do stuff and then hit our get our flight in the next night, fly to Thailand. And then on our way back, we'll stop in Japan for three days and then fly back. Since we're going to be in the same neighborhood is kind of how they sold it to me by the same neighborhood. It meant Asia, I guess. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm all in. Anytime anybody wants to go on a trip anywhere, I'm like, yes, just sign me up. So they bought the tickets. I paid them for the tickets. So we went and we landed in Beijing, spent the night. Then we got up and went to Tiananmen Square and the Forbidden City. And then we did the Great Wall of China and then ran to the airport and flew to Thailand. Real quick, couldn't you do that? Because wasn't like the rules in China, like you didn't have to get a visa? Yes. So like, what so what I, are the rules on there? Um we didn't have to send in our passports. I think it's if you're in China for less than 48 hours, you can go in on just like a like a layover like visa, for, like or a layover visa. I don't know exactly what it's called, but there's a place in the airport where you can go and get like an immediate visa, so you can just go in for the day, basically, and then leave that night. So it worked out perfect for us. The mom and dad had already done this before on a trip that they had taken, just like the two of them. And so they had already known that you could get into China, didn't have to send in a passport, didn't have to get a permanent visa or anything. You could just get a short, I think it was 48 hours visa. And so when they planned the trip, they're like, this is what we're going to do. So it was pretty great for me because then I didn't have to plan anything. But That is nice. Yeah, I just went along for the ride. Kind of the same way with our London trip. I was like, whatever you guys want. I just want to (laughs) go. So we did that in China. Then we flew to Bangkok, met up with our group. Um, There was more. So this organization I travel with, they're really big on traveling and serving. So you get to like experience like a tourist side of things, but then they find projects for you to do for service. And so in Bangkok, we just did tourist stuff. We went to a lot of the Buddhist temples. We did a lot of just kind of going out and seeing the city. I think that was only a couple days. And then we took a midnight train to Chiang Mai. And that's where we did like our service. We went into a very, very poor school. All of these kids that were there were immigrants from a different country that they were, I think they were more refugees than immigrants. They were escaping with their families for a better life. And so it was a poor school in Thailand. We went in and we painted, we fixed walls that were crumbling. We helped redo their bathrooms, played with the kids. One of the ladies that I travel with works for 
an organization that is really big on promoting education for young girls about menstruation. And so we took kits and taught them everything that they needed to know and kind of made it a it beautiful thing. No, 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 it does suck. But like in those countries, they're outlawed kind of like they're considered dirty they get put in like houses to for their time of the month and they stay there they're not allowed to handle food products they're not allowed to handle like anything because they're considered dirty and so not necessarily just thailand i'm saying like third world countries in general they don't have any products to care for their menstruations or anything. One of the the lady that founded it started it in Africa and she asked this place, I think it was a school or an orphanage or something, had asked them like, what did they do? And they're like, oh, they just sit on cardboard boxes until they're done. Like they had nothing to help them. And so this organization like teaches about menstruation and everything and then provides reusable kits. And it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of and to see them teach it and like, girls starting to realize that, oh, it's not a terrible, horrible thing, and I'm not cursed for it. And so we did that while we were there. And then, so after a few days of being in the school, my favorite part is then we went to an elephant reserve. And so these... That would be awesome. You love elephants. Oh my gosh, I love elephants. Yeah, they're probably my favorite animal. And then after this trip, it just kind of sealed the deal. But they rescue elephants from like bad situations of like being abused in circuses or... And they give them a new life, but they can't live out in the wild because they're trained. So domesticated or? Yeah. And so they give them the best life that they can have without having the abuse. So we just went and got to hang out with elephants and feed them and play in the water with them. And it was Your really, pictures really cool. looked amazing. <laughs> like, I'm so jealous. It was like, like the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, I'm right by an elephant. Like, it was so surreal, but it was so much fun. It's one of those things that I'm like, oh, I would go back. That'd be really cool dealing with those elephants. That's what, something I really want to do. So where did you end of going after that in your trip pan that was the end of the trip we were there for three days did some touristy stuff for the three days we were in a different city every night and then we flew back home after that so how long were you gone all in total on that trip it was a total of 14 days wow you got to see so much yeah we cram a lot of stuff in that's awesome yeah it was pretty much non-stop every day and then in Thailand and Japan, it was so hot and humid. It was so gross. And so you'd get into like the hotel at night and you have the AC on like all day getting it nice and cold. And you're just like, oh, because it was nasty weather. <laughs> like I don't know how people... to you. Oh, yeah. Like just sweaty the whole time. Like you get out of the shower, you go in like down for breakfast and you're just drenched. Gross. But yeah, <laughs> it was pretty gross. But you got to hang out with elephants. So but, it was... Uh, yeah, it was worth it. Like I would totally do that trip again. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of cool experiences along the way too so do you ever find yourself as you're coming back from these trips and you see yourself and you're in the city in japan or wherever and you look up the simonix airline as flies that same route back to the states and just check and see if they have like lay flat seats instead of being stuck in the back even they have a guaranteed seat you ever find yourself doing that i've only done that a couple times and it's been since we took i don't remember which was our first trip was it to chile I think that, that was, was our, our first, first lay flat. Yeah. But we've been on a couple trips with lay flat seats. And before we had those trips, I never really cared that much. Like first class is always better. But I was like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And then <laughs> it was fun to both look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, it. Like, I would always prefer first class, always, but I'm never going to be able to afford that. And so it wasn't until after this trip when we were in Japan and I passed the signs and I'm like, oh, I could non-rev on them. Oh, I bet they fly to LAX. Oh, maybe, maybe I should just 
look, but I didn't. I was like, it's all right. I already have the seat. I can make it work. And so I didn't even look because I didn't want to that like temptation or that like sadness of like, oh, wait, I can't even get a lot lay flat seat or so I didn't look. Well, it seems like if you were to look it up and you would see that there is open lay flat seats, you'd either make it make you feel bad because you'd, you'd paid for it, you're going to be with your group. And so it's like, oh, I could have had that. Or if you see it was full, then you'd feel justified of paying for the seats to be with your group. And so either way, you're either going to feel great or you're going to be like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have made it worse because if I would have known that I could have been laid flat, because every time you get on a plane and like you pay for your seat and it's definitely far in the back. And so then you walk by all of those people who are in the lay flat seats and you're like, oh, I know what that's like. <laughs> and so sir, it's, sir, what did you have for your first meal? Yeah. And your second and yeah. third meal? How was your ice cream sundae? Was it, was it really good? Did you have a good re- refreshing nap on your nice little bed and blankets and in your giant bathrooms up yeah. here? Oh man, look at this TV. <laughs> Even if there was like premium economy where you could get in there and it's not lay flat, but it's a, you'll seat goes back, uh, have a foot rest. They have the same the meals that they offer and the the lay flat seats. Then that would definitely be upgrade that be worth looking into. Yeah, for sure. No, we were definitely in the back. My knees were on the seat in front of me. Well, and you're tall. Yeah. How tall are you? Six? Oh, no, not quite. I'm like five six, ten. Seven. <laughs> six, seven. <laughs> no, the guy that I go with on the humanitarian trips is really six, seven. Is and he, he really? flies oh. in the back. I'm like, how do you do it? Like, your long legs. Well, the poor person in front of him, he probably just has his knees <laughs> in their back for the, the whole, whole trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But my knees were in the back of the chair. And so I kept like standing up and going like to the line for the bathroom, even though I didn't have to go to the bathroom just because I was like, I need to get out of the chair. See, no, I, w- I would have yeah. been I would have checked. I know I would have. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, this has been real. It's been fun. But I'm going oh. on my plane. See, I really thought about it, but I was with the family and we had driven because flights were cheaper out of LAX than out of Phoenix. And so we had already driven to LAX together and we were going to drive back to Phoenix. Like really, truly, I really wanted just to be like, peace out, people. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I don't want to be rude and be like, I'm going to go fly in these lay flat seats while you guys are stuck in the back. And so I was like, it's fine. I already paid for it. I got this. Well, see, even in LA, I would have been like, I'm not sitting in a car now for six hours. <laughs> like, I would have no, called you I or Tyler and been like, come pick me up. Like, <laughs> I'm flying. I looked, I think. And it was one of the days, like, all of the flights were full. Oh, back, were they? You know, before COVID and in flights, the middle of summer. No, flights so were. flights were, like, I had been checking. You had Because I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to fly home. But it was like one of the scorching hot days in Phoenix. And I kept, but all of them, they didn't look good. Like they were all red. And I was like, I don't want to get stuck in LA and then have to stay laying on the floor of the airport or renting a car. I was like, I'm just going to suck it up. We can drive. It's okay. And now your but. friends are listening to this being like, oh man, she really didn't want to hang out with us. <laughs> no, I just wanted to fly first class. That's all. A few weeks back, Moik said, hey, we should try to do a show where we don't talk about lay flat seats at all or about Hawaii. <laughs> Is it possible? We, we still haven't done it yet. <laughs> 
No, because we've already mentioned Hawaii and Lay Flats in this one, too. So, yeah. Look, cross it off. Chick, chick. Well, <laughs> maybe that will be your thing on the podcast. How many times you can mention Lay Flat seats in an episode? Or we could just make this like a drinking podcast. That's yeah, the other like one, the drinking game. <laughs> they have to take a drink anytime we mention Hawaii or Lay Flats. That reminds me, I was checking out these new travel podcasts. And after a couple episodes of this one, I was like, okay. Maybe we've had enough talk about Disneyland. And that's probably how people are listening to ours. They're like, enough with Hawaii talk. You guys love Hawaii. <laughs> Unless people are driving. Yeah, then don't drink and drive. Because you have been in school, you haven't had a whole lot of time off to take mm-hmm. trips. So we've had to plan, you and I, a few trips kind of like spur the moment and like quick trips. So the two that I can think of that we've done, we went to Santiago. Mm-hmm. And then we went, we also did Madrid. Does the Kona trip count as a quick trip? Oh, it probably does too. Yeah. We we planned Kona pretty quick too. Chelsea was losing her hotel benefits. And so I was like, we got to use. Oh, and it was the volcano. The volcano was erupting. And so so flights were empty. No one wanted to go to Kona. Everyone was canceling their trips. So we were like, flights look great. Let's do it. We got a super good deal. So do you have a favorite of the three? They were all so much fun. I would probably say Santiago just because we both lived in Chile for a while. And so really how it started to just even go on this trip was we both were talking about the food that we missed and like (laughs) certain smells that we missed, which is so weird and sounds gross. But we were just like, oh, I wonder what flights look like. And so that night you looked up and they're like, oh, my goodness, lay flat seats out of Miami look great. We even thought we might get on a Dreamliner out of Dallas. Yeah, we were looking at that one too. Yeah, but you're like, no, guaranteed lay flat is through Miami. So I think that was the first trip we did lay flat. It was, yeah, I think it was. But so then we went down there. One of your friends from your church mission was there and she was our tour guide and took us to all of the good restaurants and we got the food that we were missing. Well, some of it anyways. And then it was just so much fun. Just, I think we were in country less than 48 hours. Yeah. It was so fast, but it was we did a lot because yeah we hit it perfect like you land at like 9 a.m or something like that so then we had like almost yeah because then you so you're there for a full day and then you stay the night you have like almost a full day and you fly out the next night around like 10 or 11 so yeah Yeah. you get almost two full days down there but you sleep on the plane for like two of the nights anyway so with the lay flat seats it's perfect yeah but it was so fun yeah to see my good friend down there and like meet her husband and her little boy we went out to her house and she made us like she spent hours (laughs) making like a special chilean meal for us and and then but we did we went to the grocery store because there was like a few we had to get bread we had to get chilean bread we had to get the yogurt we had to get their yogurt is runny it's just so different it's (laughs) so good (laughs) Tyler's face just was like gross that's disgusting but you drink it and it's so good and then it sounds disgusting really truly I understand the face because when I first saw that it came in a bag I was like I will never have that yogurt but it's one of my favorite things from there it's so good and then their coke down there it's (gasps) I don't know if it's just because it's made for like real sugar or or whatnot it's so different yeah yeah it's so good so I was actually really jealous when you guys did that because Monique and I had had a trip planned back when she was my registered guest to go down to Santiago and see around. And we had all, all set up. Being a registered guest, she couldn't just fly on our airline. We, we didn't even fly down there at the time. But we could fly on land down there from LAX. And, and the earthquake hit, the big earthquake hit down there. And we ended up canceling it last minute, just going camping in Hawaii, which is still fun. But that's not what we wanted to do. So... We had a trip planned a couple of years ago, Monique and I, to go down there again, kind of the same trip that you guys did where we'd fly to Miami and then lay flat, and uh, we couldn't get the lay flat seats, so we bagged it last minute. 
Wasn't that the point? Wasn't that like your birthday trip where you? But it's yeah, and well, like I was saying, it part of what makes it doable is because you get to sleep going down there, and then and then you go. Yeah, yeah, we would have been awake all night and then hit the ground in Santiago, ready to go, but not having good sleep would have been. Yeah, we wouldn't even got like the bigger seats. Like we would have just been clear in the back for nine hours. And so we were saying, nah, it's not worth it. Because then when you land, you're tired, you want to sleep. You wouldn't be able to go out and experience. Sometimes life just isn't fair, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Struggles. But for me too, it was hard to go to Santiago and and not not go further south down to where I live. Oh yeah, I bet. Because it's like so close, but yet like so far. Well, mine was just a bus ride. Like where (sighs) I lived, I could have gone to a lot of the places. Places I lived within two hours, I think. But I was like, I can't because we were only going to be there a short time and you get to know so many people. And so I couldn't go down and see just one or two of them and then feel bad because I didn't see everybody else. So I was like, we're not going down there. We're just going to go into Santiago. Don't tag me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you were like, you were like don't, no one can know I'm here until I'm gone. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever told anybody either. Like, I'm like, oh, I really need to get back to Chile and visit you. Like, I've never mentioned it to anybody because I'm like, I don't want them to be mad at me. <laughs> Because I was really so close to many of them. Well, I was glad that my friend lived there because she was our little tour guide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she took us all around and... She planned out like the the metro lines for us so we yeah. could get back and forth. Which and- I was grateful because for such a short time, I would have been confused on the... Because yeah. I just never living, I never lived in Santiago. So right. I, I was not familiar with their system at all. And so. it was very different. Yeah. Well, I was used to living in like small, small towns. Uh-huh. With Metro, little buses wasn't or like thing. Yeah. taxis or... Yeah. So Chile is on my bucket list. Once the world kind of opens back up, I really want to have you guys take me down there and show me all... Oh, where you guys lived and see Santiago and see how beautiful is it down there. Yeah. Well, and I, I made a promise. I feel like I made a promise to myself. I said, if I come back to Santiago, I'm going down south. So if, as long as you want to go down south. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So pretty. I want to go down south. Pen- I've had- never, I never got to say, see the penguins either. So like, I would love to see the penguins. Oh, yeah. And the volcanoes? Volcanoes and lakes and rivers and I feel like you saw a total different chili than what I saw because I was more central. So mine would look more like Santiago, but less big, like more rural. Did you have like beaches though? Oh, one of my areas, yeah. They were beautiful. See, I want like, to go I would like to go back and well, go to ha- the beach and go swimming. And I feel like there's like a huge music festival in your area mm-hmm. too, wasn't there? Yeah. You lived- so where Monique was at in Chile, you were really far south, right? So it was kind of like uh, Alaska or maybe uh, northern, like the, the northern part of our country is the Seattle, right? Kind of, yeah. I would say even like, yeah, like a Seattle, Alaska-ish is kind of what I would say. I was like, I was just, I think I was north of Santiago, but not a lot. Like I wasn't at the very tip of Chile. I was more like centrally located. They said it was like climate of like San Diego, but it Ooh. got a little bit hotter inland, but it was pretty nice. Well, that's what's so crazy is like, it's so long and like, oh, it's totally yeah, different. The, the top is like some of the driest places, I think they said on the earth or something like that. Yeah. And then like the bottom is it like we rained, it rained and penguins 10 months of the and, year. Yeah. yeah. See, we had rain, but not constantly. Like the rainy days were exceptions and were fun days for us where oh, you guys sh- were miserable <laughs> for her the whole time you were down there. <laughs> I remember days when like, yeah, it would just be so cloudy and rainy. Like if there was a little blue patch, we would be like, there's hope. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Made us so happy to see. We had a lot of blue skies. Oh, jeez, that sounds so nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my experience. All right, Shamway. So, what's on your bucket list? I mentioned before I'd like to go to the southern part of Thailand and go to the beaches down there. Um, listening to your podcast, I feel like everybody has said Italy, which I wanted to go to Italy. We I think we were planning to, a trip for twenty twenty. Yeah, but well. yeah. But your parents had canceled before. They were like, eh, we're not going to do 2020. And so I think both of us... Should we say why we kind of want them to go with us? Because they're so much fun. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Because we love you, Bonnie. (laughs) It's because they're so fun to travel with. But also, they're such good planners and they'll help us out financially. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The rental car. (laughs) Full coverage. If if, if my dad could even just drive us around, it would be worth it. Oh, absolutely. That one. Yeah, we planned that when we were in England was like 2020. We're going to Italy. And so in the back of my mind, I've always even though your parents were like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do it. We're redoing the house or whatever. I was like, I'm still going 2020. And then COVID hit. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not going. But the other place that I really want to go to is like Jerusalem and go see Petra and go to Jordan and go to Egypt and go down and see the pyramids. But it seems super sketchy and scary. So I don't know. I'm trying to find people who want to go there so I can just tag along on their trip. Yeah, that that would be a cool trip to do. But I feel like I would definitely want someone who's been there before, knows mm-hmm. all the cultures, knows yeah how to navigate all that to stay safe. This family that I travel with, they are trying to get to all of the seven wonders of the world before their kids graduate high school. And so one of the seven wonders is Petra. And so I'm like, hey, when are we going? And so I'm hoping just to Okay, so I'm done. what is Petra? Petra is one the, of the pyramids? Or I've no, 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 no. It's like the cave that's like carved out the buildings inside of the side of the wall. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it's over there somewhere but we want to do like the holy lands and see like i think i work with the lady who's from there oh my gosh maybe you should just talk to her and be like hey we want to go how do we so, so that's like high on my bucket list too can i that's tell you- not one of the ones everybody's been talking about because of course australia and new zealand and so i have a bucket list for her for me can, can you do that <laughs> <laughs> well because you've gone you've been to almost all the continents i'm missing australia and i'm missing antarctica yeah so i think those should be your buckets as well oh they totally are we already looked up cruises to go to antarctica so we could so anyway, Those, so that's my bucket list. I think it'd be cool. One. It's like a 14-day cruise. It'd be really cool to do. And you get to go to Antarctica. Yeah. But yeah, those are the two that I'm missing. And so those definitely are on my bucket list too. But really, truly, I'm just up for traveling. So anytime anybody's like, hey, do you want to go? And my answer is yes. Wherever they say. Pretty much. What if they said Wendover? Where? Wendover. <laughs> no one's going to know where Wendover is. <laughs> yeah, for anyone that's not from like, the Salt Lake area. <laughs> It's a little border town that they built pretty much just so they could people in Utah could go gamble. So it's oh. right in Nevada. <laughs> sure, let's go. Yeah, that was always, yeah. The joke is that they had a bus that they set up that they called it the fun bus would take you from Salt Lake over to Windover. It's like a two three hour drive. I think there was like a package with the hotel though too. Like yeah, you got like a cheap hotel. I think you even get like a shrimp dinner with it and uh, ten bucks to gamble or something like that. Yeah, we always joked that it sounded like a lot of fun. Oh, I've never done it, but we always joked, yeah, let's take the fun bus out to Wendover. And then we got airline jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Then you got real places to go to. Yeah. 
Is it just one of those things you do just to say that you did it? Like, I took the fun bus. Yeah, so we like to give tips. Do you think people even actually listen to our tips? I think they take them very serious. I think everyone has notes in their phone. (laughs) (laughs) They write them down every time. These are the tips from this trip. Our tip, well, one of the tips could be, as long as you keep this in the podcast, is... We'll see what it is first. (laughs) Go to Windover (laughs) and Campbell. (laughs) No, is that um, just because a volcano is going off in Hawaii doesn't mean you can't travel there. Probably search it out. But I mean, we went and it wasn't even smoky over where we were. Well, the big island where they would be going off really is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't be able to go down to the National Park where these volcanoes that are alive actually are. But so the, the island is huge. But that's already boring and I don't think we go there. Yeah, I always say that everyone should go to the Volcano National Park once. I think you said that when we went to the big island the last time because I still haven't ever been and we all still voted not to do it. Yeah, it's a really long drive. <laughs> well, you just get up there and you look out and it's just like, all you see is like a little bit of smoke. Like if you saw actual lava shooting up, I would say, yes, you have to go see yeah. the volcano. But it's like... Now, even if you did the helicopter tour where you could see it from the sky, that'd be different. See that? Yeah, that would be cool to see. But like just when you drive up to park and you, it's such a long drive over there. To me, it's not exciting. Yeah. It is. But yeah, so we went... like even with the volcano, because I had never been to that island before and so we couldn't see anything. There was no smoke. There was no ash. There was, like, I would have no idea that it was erupting if it wasn't all over the news and Instagram. So was there ash in the air down in Kona? Or why were the fights so open? Why were people so scared of going? Do you remember? I think over down in Kona, it was, like, pretty cloudy. Because I think we drove over there our last day, and it was kind of cloudy. I don't know if it was ash actually coming down, but it was cloudy over there. But up where we stayed there and it was beautiful over there like it sunny the whole time yeah it was very nice so my tip is still go to hawaii always always (laughs) (laughs) whenever flights are open so my tip would be if you're going to go to england and rent a car then make sure you get the full coverage even though i'm not sure if that's an option or if you have to but get the full coverage and also they offer to give you a bigger car then don't take it because it isn't necessarily going to be any easier even though you may think oh i have more room but uh, make make it harder in the long run yeah, yeah, I would say for sure, because I think we, I think the girls were kind of excited about the bigger car. I think our dad was already kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is a good thing or not. But just this parking spots are so narrow because they're not made for bigger cars. The roads aren't bigger. Like for sure, get the smaller car if you can. Which was so funny is because your dad comes out and is like, well, we got this bigger car. And I looked at it and I'm like, isn't that a normal sized car? Like, I like- had no idea it was a big car until we started driving around those roads and it took up the whole road. <laughs> Why was it? it really was only, I wouldn't even say it was the size of a Camry. No. Like, it, it, in America, it was not a big car. No. But there it was huge. Yeah, it was. I remember at the rental place, they had someone getting like an SUV type. And Jeez. I was remembering thinking like as we were driving, like, how do you even drive that here? Like, there's no, how would you park it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like your dad's truck would never fit in, in London, like or in any England. He was so good. He was amazing. My tip is just to take advantage of maybe like plan an extra day just to do like a country in a day. Like you don't have to go and see everything, but just kind of take advantage of your time. Like when we went to Thailand, we could have just flown. We flew Air China, I think. So we flew to China and then we could have just flown like six hours later into Bangkok. But instead, we decided to make it a little bit longer of a layover so that we could explore Beijing and see a couple of the bigger sites. So my idea would be to, my tip would just be to try and hit as many places because you're in the neighborhood as you can. Oh, I think you have another good tip. And you were telling about how you guys did the Great Wall of China. I think that seems like 
a great way to do it. Because didn't you guys? Oh, the Great Wall. Yeah. Like specifically. Yeah. So we took a, we walked up the Great Wall of China. So we took, no, we took a gondola type thing some of the way. Yeah. And then we walked across the Great Wall for like ever. It was the longest walk and it was so hot and humid and I had new shoes on. It was a really bad idea, but I had like new sandals on. So I had a blister, but we were walking across the Great Wall of China. I think it was like, I think the guy said it was like two and a half miles. It was a long way. But then at this this spot, there was a, what did they call it? A toboggan? A slide? I don't remember what they exactly called it. But you sit down on this like car thing and you control your speed and you go down the slide down the Great Wall. And so you slide down. I don't know. It's the coolest thing ever. That seems like the way to do it. I don't want to walk up it. No. I want like the easiest route possible. I can walk straight, but yeah. The crazy thing about that wall is it's so uneven. So you're constantly like staring at your feet because some of them, because you're going up and down stairs the whole way across it. And so some stairs are like normal size stairs. Sometimes the stairs are like double the size of a normal size stair. And sometimes it's like a couple inches is your step. So you're constantly watching where you step so you don't trip and fall and look like an idiot. That would be cool to see though. Well, thank you for coming on with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to see once you get into your your nursing job and start be able to travel more now that your school's done, where you're able to go once the world opens up. Yeah. Yeah, things are going to start opening up. I hope so. I'm excited. I need to go back to Hawaii. Like I've been seeing pictures and I'm like, oh, I need to go back. Yeah, me too. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. Okay, one quick joke before we go. Getting on a plane, I told the ticket lady, send one of my bags to New York, send one bag to Los Angeles, send one to Miami. She said, we can't do that. I told her, you did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for everyone for listening. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Peace. Pasa fuera. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying this show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.